Hello and welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Up next, a brief message from one of our partners. Now, it is possible that we go straight into the episode. In either case, I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast and for supporting our partners. Enjoy. sick. Hopefully uh, you guys don't mind. Number two, uh, if you guys agree with what I'm saying in the review, if you disagree with it, if you want me to stop doing movie reviews, just get in touch with the show at sleepandrelaxasmr at gmail.com and check out our website sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Without further ado, let's get into the episode, but I'm going to wait to record the next little bit until the dogs or when the dogs start barking. Alright, so I think it's safe to start recording again. For you guys, it seems like, I don't know, four or five seconds. I've actually been waiting for an hour. <laughs> and I think the dogs are just starting to calm down. If you hear some barking in the episode, I apologize. They're not my dogs. And, you know, I guess it just adds more character to the episodes. But anyway, okay. Movie review, Logan. Let's actually dive into it. Logan is a 2017 superhero action film uh, featuring uh, Marvel character Wolverine. Uh, it stars Hugh Jackman, who at this point has played Wolverine uh, way too many times I, I honestly can't even remember I can't think of how many times he's played Wolverine uh, over the last I don't know 15 years um, but Hugh Jackman is Wolverine um, Patrick Stewart of course returns as Professor Charles Xavier and Daphne Keene uh, is uh, the little girl who plays Laura Loud, of course, being a little girl that you've probably seen in the trailers. Um, so the plot goes something like this. Let me drink a little bit of tea before I get into it. 
So the movie takes place um, sometime in the near future, um, probably like 2025, 2030, 2035, something like that. That's that's what I was told. Um, I haven't looked at the exact date, but sometime in the near future. And in this version of um, reality at this point, mutants are on the brink of extinction. At this point, um, they're more like fairy tales than they are um, living, breathing, real uh, things. Logan at this point uh, has aged significantly because the adamantium in his bones is actually poisoning him. And um, one of uh, Wolverine's trademark abilities, of course, is his healing factor. In this case, in this movie, um, he doesn't really have it. Um, which it was really interesting to see a version of Wolverine that I had never seen before, but that's probably something that I'll uh, mention as we move further uh, once I'm done talking about the plot. But um, at this stage in his life, Logan is okay with uh, not being Wolverine. You know, he's no longer Wolverine. He's just Logan. And uh, he's not uh, part of the X-Men anymore. The X-Men no longer exist um, in this movie. Rather, he's basically just a, a chauffeur. Um, he actually kind of looks like an Uber driver is kind of what I understood. He just drives a limo picking up people, you know, that request his services. Um, but yeah, he's basically just an Uber driver. Um, so again, a very different sort of version of Wolverine um, that, you, you know, definitely you've never seen Hugh Jackman play this kind of Wolverine. You know, he goes from X-Men to Uber driver. So Logan, uh, he lives with uh, Caliban, who is an albino mutant, um, and both of them take care of what is a very, very aged uh, Professor Xavier. And he's uh, seemingly lost, uh, lost isn't the right word, he's, it seems like he's like lost control of his telepathic um, abilities. Um, without going too much further um, into the details of the film so that I don't spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen it, <clears throat> uh, Logan, uh, he's approached by a woman who asks for his help uh, to escort a young girl named Laura to North Dakota um, and the film sort of takes off from there and sets itself up for uh, action and drama and again I don't want to give you more details because for those of you who haven't seen the film uh, the trailers don't actually tell you <clears throat> much more uh, than that so I'm basically just giving you what the trailers and, and some regular details of the film that won't ruin it for you um, that's all I'm going to give you right now so, my first thought after watching the film, um, it was a little surreal 
and and frankly uh, a little sad uh, to see Wolverine and Charles Xavier at the end um, you know after watching them on screen um, for so long being you know these strong um, uh, you know noble in many ways ambitious uh, superheroes um, it was it was interesting and different to see them as they fall from grace um, and I don't think I've seen a superhero film I mean this you know the equivalent is as if you know it's as if Superman has totally lost his abilities and or, or is on the verge of losing his abilities and is on the end of life itself and and he kind of be that that version of him I suppose uh, the Dark Knight trilogy um, uh, I guess it's Dark Knight Rises you know I guess you do see an older Batman so you know but in this case it's like it's as if Bruce Wayne is no longer even Batman like he's just you know he's like a caddy for a golfer and he has no interest in being a superhero and he's just basically lost it <clears throat> um so that was interesting that was again kind of sad and, and and unique it was unique to see that i thought the acting overall was uh predictably good in particular from patrick stewart who was just the best version of professor xavier at many points in this film and i thought jackman and uh, Patrick Stewart were great at giving a sense of love and appreciation for each other, um, despite the fact that Logan, uh, over his time with the X-Men and with Professor Xavier, um, it's been an interesting relationship, um, to say the least. And on the surface, um, their relationship is always on the surface it looks as if they're at odds with each other but in this film you can definitely tell by uh, the body language by how they look at each other how they interact with each other the fact that Logan basically just takes care of Professor Xavier um, you, you can tell that there is this sort of fatherly son relationship um, that y you can probably look at different points in the X-Men series and get plenty of examples of, of this, you know, very loving relationship that, again, on the surface is not very loving. But again, in this film, you see it, right? You see Logan is just this hardened mutant and for him, you know, showing love and appreciation is very difficult, but they have a really nice balance in this film. So I thought uh, the relationship that uh, Logan and Professor Xavier displayed throughout this film was um, it added a, a certain amount of depth to the film that I was not expecting. And it was pleasant. It was pleasant to kind of see that dynamic. Um, I like the action, of course, and I was um, pleasantly surprised uh, by the violence actually uh, I haven't seen another X-Men 
uh, film in a while, so maybe I'm wrong, but this movie was just violent, it was brutal, and I liked it, and I thought it really worked. It wasn't, um, you know, it was Logan chopping off limbs, and, and it's great, you know, when you're facing an enemy that is, you know, a negative force in front of you, um, you know, it's unlikely you're going to be nice when when slashing, you know, your, your enemy, I mean, you're going to be brutal, and... Wolverine, in many ways, is a very brutal character, so the violence was justified, and it was nice to see, actually, in this movie. I thought it worked. I thought the action and the violence worked. Um, what really added, as well, uh, to the violence was, you know, Wolverine is old, you know, he's, he isn't at the peak of his abilities, uh, so it just feels like the stakes are are higher um, because if he makes the wrong move he's going to get hurt uh, and he won't be able to recover quickly or at all um, so the stakes felt high the violence felt right um, and I thought it was brutal um, not, be, not just to be brutal not just to show bloods and guts but because that's the way it would look like if it were to really happen um what else? Um, I was I was also uh, pleasantly surprised with the storyline uh, because I'll be totally honest. I went into this film not convinced that I was gonna follow along and enjoy the film. Um, the trailers make it seem like another kind of like dumb-minded um, action film, but there's actually. explore Logan as a person uh, you see the better sides of him uh, that the trailers would uh, kind of lead you to believe are absent in this film you know uh, you see his longing for love and family and his care for Professor Xavier um, that I think in other X-Men films it's present but in this final installment um, at least this sort of series with these particular actors, it was nice to see more range and to see a side of Wolverine that I don't recall being explored in such depth. Um, so really the movie isn't just, you know, an action uh, a thriller. You know, it has some, you know, dark, somber, you know, elements to it. Um, so again, a lot more range and a nicer story and, and a better story than I expected. Um, I also thought the closure uh, in this movie was great you know by the end of uh, the credits or by the end of the film when the credits were rolling I, I felt like I had you know seen and um, <clears throat> enjoyed a completely fulfilling and satisfying film uh, you know it's, it's, it's one that made uh, uh, sense and had clearly and hit the beats it wanted to hit and concluded in a way that it should have. Um, but uh, like every film uh, or like most films uh, there were some elements that 
didn't necessarily work for me. And I'll go ahead and start with my criticisms of film. <clears throat> uh, first off, the film uh, was very predictable. Um, every beat of this movie, uh, you know, you can guess or predict uh, what's going to happen next. If you heard my review for the film Get Out, you remember that for that particular film, um, it wasn't predictable. And so I was captivated the entire film knowing that, you know, if I miss something, then I wouldn't be following the storyline and I wouldn't know how it was going to end and I wouldn't be able to appreciate the film for what it was. For Logan, um, it was the exact opposite, really. Um, without divulging uh, details for the movie, uh, there were moments that you can predict. You know, um, but for this film, again, you're looking at moments that um, it's, it's, you know, it's, he, you know, he's going to kill or beat up the bad guys here, or she's going to do something badass, or um, the protagonists are going to end up in a very difficult position, but, and they're going to get kicked around a little bit, um, but they'll overcome it because that's the type of movie it is, um, so on and so forth. Again, I don't want to provide specific examples because I don't want to uh, ruin it for you guys. Um, it doesn't make it a bad watch. Um, <clears throat> It doesn't make it a bad watch, um, but it doesn't make the next move of the film as exciting as it could have been otherwise. Because again, you can, you know, you can predict what's going to happen, and you can just foresee it. So that was a negative criticism I had for the film. Um, adding to the criticism, I'd say the film at times. Um, contradicted itself and there were details that weren't accounted for I apologize now there's a plane going over the house Whew, had a rough time recording today sorry about that um, but there were just little details uh, in the film that uh, weren't accounted for so it became distracting um, without spoiling anything um, as an example uh, to sort of um, back up my point, there are a group of people uh, that you see for a brief time in this film, um, and they all have different accents, despite growing up in in, in literally the same area, you know. And you'll see exactly what I mean when you see this film. Um, this is something that I've uh, seen or heard in just about every other review um, that I've uh, seen or heard for this film and it's just true I mean it, it, it's it's distracting and there are other details in this film that make it um, sometimes distracting and it takes you out of your seat um, you know I, I think I mentioned this in my review for Get Out but I think part of what makes a great film a great film is 
you're watching it and you feel present. You feel as if you're actually in the film itself and, and that you're not watching a film. And because some of these details were not accounted for um, or neglected at one point or another, um, it reminds you you're watching a movie. So it, it does take away a little bit from the enjoyment factor, in my opinion, of course. Um, um, you know, I guess another example to add to these details is um, there's a character uh, in this film that spent a lot of time in just one place in particular, um, not really spending much time outside of that one place for the vast majority of the character's life, um, yet somehow uh, they can orient themselves and and uh, get to a final destination driving. It's like, no, I mean, you know, if if you put me, in, I'm not from North Dakota, if you put me in North Dakota without a GPS um, and it's the first time uh, that I've been in the state or that I'm driving a vehicle uh, or that I'm ever hearing about this place, I'm not going to know how to get to exactly where I'm getting to. So again, it was predictable that the characters sort of knew exactly how everything was going to work out. Um, but that's not the way it would work in the real world, right? So again, these details that that are, are not accounted for, that are distracting, um, for me at least, because I do tend to be someone that um, really closely watches uh, these kind of details, so it could just be me. My final criticism of the film is, um, in particular, somewhere in the middle of the film, it dedicates screen time to help develop some characters, um, which is fine, because you don't need constant action. <clears throat> Let me drink more tea. film it, it does actually get slow at times um, and it, it, it's not as interesting as it could have been you know it's like you're looking you're, you're basically focusing on underdeveloped characters that in my opinion didn't deserve the time um, you know I think it was done in order to try to help increase the sense that the danger in this film was real and that, you know, these antagonists were, you know, bad and, and ruthless, but it just didn't quite work for me. I, I thought it was, um, I thought it was a little, uh, slow. I, 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 I wasn't a huge fan of, of some of the portion of the, of the middle of the film. But look, overall, um, <clears throat> Overall, I thought Logan, uh, look, Logan is an action-packed, um, drama, thriller, whatever you want to call it, um, with some surprising depth, some very predictably good acting from Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, um, but
but with some cheesy cliche moments and and uh, a lot of predictable moves along the way. Overall, I'd give it a B plus, um, and I would definitely watch it again in the future. I'd recommend that if you haven't seen it, you should see it. You know, I think it's a film uh, worth watching. But that's it for my analysis. I'm curious to know what you guys thought about the film. Let me know your thoughts by getting in touch with the show at sleepandrelaxasmr at gmail.com. Uh, or you can check out our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. As always, thank you.